0: you learn every subject? Written by Scott Young, March 2021. A personal goal of mine has been to get a basic understanding of every major intellectual area – physics, philosophy, history, and so on. So I thought I'd share a little bit about my motivation, the feasibility of achieving it, as well as how I'm making progress. The first difficulty in learning every subject is, well, what counts as a subject? And a naive way to approach the problem would simply be to consider all the undergraduate departments in a typical university. But this is unsatisfactory for a few reasons. Consider languages. Language families typically get their own department. So would learning every subject require learning all major world languages? A major topic like physics would be utterly dwarfed by linguistics under such a scheme. Another issue is that this assumes has its own university department equals important and some departments seem to teach more universal insights than others. Now, while making direct comparisons between the value of different fields is often considered impolite, a reasonable metric for valuing subjects might have you going far deeper into some than others. Still, I think using the typical major subjects as taught by universities as a starting point isn't so bad. Why try to learn everything? Funnily enough, I don't think it's actually particularly useful to aim to learn so widely. If your goal were professional success, a narrower specialization is almost certainly more profitable. Being the best programmer, accountant, or surgeon is much more valuable than having a little knowledge about a lot of subjects. And this is probably true even if your ambitions are something that benefit from breadth. Being a polymath is overrated in terms of productivity. A lot of famous polymaths are more specialized than they first appear. Leonardo da Vinci is the original renaissance man, but... Pretty much all his accomplishments were in design and painting. My career as a writer and sort of public autodidact is an unusual exception in that I benefit from breadth more than most. Part of this is by design, allowing me to align my wider interests with my professional life. Had I chosen a career in academia or industry, I'd probably have been forced to be more specialized than I am today. That being said, there are diminishing returns on this even for me. Learning more psychology or history is probably going to be more valuable for me than learning chemistry simply because the former has a higher chance of working its way into my writing. But chemistry is cool, so I'd like to learn it anyways. Thus, my motivation to try to learn broadly is intrinsic. I'd like to know a little bit about everything because the world is an interesting place. Which subjects should I consider? Knowledge can often be viewed as trees. Uh, the trunks you have major disciplines: physics, economics, religious studies. And as you go up, there are more and more branches and subdisciplines: solid state physics, econometrics, Tibetan Buddhism. The right way to start, it seems to me, is to figure out what the trunks are. What are the starting points for knowledge in the broadest sense? So here's a possible list adapted from Wikipedia. We have the hard sciences: physics, chemistry, biology, earth sciences. We have the social sciences, anthropology, economics, psychology, sociology, political science. We have the applied sciences, engineering, management, medicine. We can also include mathematics and computer science. And then, of course, the humanities, which include art, history, languages, law, philosophy, and religion. And each of these, of course, has many subtopics. So depending on how high a bar you want to set for knowing X and how finely you want to distinguish subtopics, The task of learning all of them becomes clearly impossible, but even if a goal is impossible to complete, it can still be directionally useful. So what I'm really after is doing some kind of breadth-first search of this space, trying to cover widely enough to get the core insights of most of the major fields, perhaps with some more depth in subtopics I find more interesting. Evaluating my progress. Okay, so self-evaluation is notoriously fraught. We don't have introspective access to our memories in bulk, so when asking a question like, how well did I learn X, we end up having to substitute that for a much easier question like, do I remember taking a class about X, or does this topic seem familiar to me? And this is particularly true when evaluating knowledge at the broadest level. Even figuring out what subjects should be on the list wasn't obvious, so evaluating how far I am along in each is much harder. So keeping these difficulties in mind, I'd like to guesstimate my relative knowledge in different disciplines. So the kind of rough benchmark I'd like to use is 10 points for having taken an intro class or having read a couple books on the subject, 30 points for having taken several classes or read maybe a dozen or more books, maybe 50 points for having invested substantial time over many books and classes, and maybe 100 points for being Roughly the amount I learned doing the MIT challenge or my undergraduate education in business. So keep in mind, these scores are totally subjective and it only makes sense for the purpose of evaluating my relative progress in different areas. So I'm not actually testing myself on any of these. So it's impossible to validate these numbers against an actual curriculum and claim that I've learned X amounts of degrees worth of material. That's clearly ridiculous. But Looking again at the list that I previously read out, I can give myself some rough scores. So in the hard sciences, I would give my score to physics about a 50, chemistry about 20, biology maybe 30, earth sciences a lot less, maybe 5. In social sciences, I would maybe give myself 10 for anthropology, sociology, and political science, but I know a lot more economics, maybe about 65, and quite a bit more psychology, maybe closer to 90. In applied sciences, I would give myself probably about 30 in engineering and about 20 in medicine and management because I actually studied that in my undergraduate education, probably about 100. Again, mathematics, computer science, 100 following that same benchmark. In the humanities, I would give myself maybe 30 in art, history 25, philosophy 30, religion 30, law only 15. Languages, I would give myself probably 100 considering I've spent quite a bit of time on that. Now, looking at those overall scores, I think there's a few obvious big fields that I know relatively little about. So I know very little geology and environmental science. I could learn a lot more anthropology and political science, and law is also an area I could go a lot deeper in. And some of these numbers also mask important gaps. So I've spent a lot of time learning languages like Mandarin and Spanish, but I haven't studied linguistics much on its own. I've also read some history, but it's such a vast field that there's still huge gaps in my actual knowledge and understanding. How should I learn more? I have a few strategies I've found helpful for tackling this project. The first is to try to find courses online. Big intro courses taught by top universities and viewable online are good starting points. The great courses are available on Audible and also tend to be fairly good, especially since they tend to cover more in the humanities, which tends to be sparser in public course offerings such as MIT's Open Courseware. Next would probably be textbooks. These offer good coverage of material and have a higher standard of rigor than most popular books written on a topic. Popular books tend to replace the real idea with a cartoon version that omits any hard math or reasoning. And while this may be good for getting the gist, it often makes it impossible to move up to more difficult work because you're missing the actual language in which the ideas are discussed. So physics is notorious for this where popular physics books don't really prepare you for doing physics classes. Practicing knowledge is also important. Studying art and actually being able to paint are very different skills. and In most cases, My practical outcome would be I could follow a conversation about this field as opposed to actually making, inventing, or discovering something. And so thus, I'm okay not going into a laboratory to do experiments as long as I have a gist of the results. Now that being said, some fields knowing and doing are intertwined. Math is a good example where it's almost impossible to really understand it without also being able to do it. I do care about practical knowledge as well, but my goal is to learn to ski, paint, write, and speak Mandarin better are somewhat separate from the ones that I've discussed here. Having a broad knowledge base is useful for practical activities, but if your goal is only to perform a skill, taking a bunch of university classes isn't typically the most direct method. Now what about you? What are your lifelong learning goals? Are there any subjects that you'd like to learn more about but that you're currently missing? Are there any that you feel that I've overlooked in my discussion? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.